Cool. So this is a second recording. The mic is awesome. I'm surprised actually. I went down, picked up the cheap $40 blue mic, bought the little USB adapter for the iPad and here I go. So this is Shap the Barber. You can find me on Instagram, Shap the Barber, S-H-A-P, The Barber. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. I uh, just recently got rid of Facebook. I'm done. I'm done with all the controversial bullshit on there. So right now just testing the waters, seeing what happens. I've uh, been wanting to do this podcast probably for the last few years. I've been talking about it. So uh, I'm going to start living up to to my New Year's resolution, which is just walking through the door. I think this year a lot of things have come to fruition just from walking through the door. And I'm getting back into barbering. My life's been a little little hectic the last few years, so I'll dabble a little bit into that. Uh, so Southern California boy. I just moved out here to Arizona a few years ago, so we uh we've had we've had some some uh growing pains for sure but anyway now uh now i'm in an old school barbershop family owned pretty cool people are legit uh, i'm still pretty new i haven't really been a suitcase yet as far as dropping from barbershop to barbershop i think the barber game is getting big out here i mean you can't really drive a block without seeing a barbershop somewhere so everybody's got those fresh cuts but for me uh, I've got sober six years ago, so a lot of things kind of always go back to that. So I decided to stop drinking, smoking, doing all that kind of stuff, get right. I still got one vice. I still throw the big dipper and the old hillbilly chewing. So it's my last crutch. Got to work on that. But yeah, it's it's been pretty cool. I, I associated barbering with another event in my life which was my child my son was diagnosed with autism three years ago so he got diagnosed with autism I decided to go to barber school and I associated my emotional pain uh, as far as being a father with barbering so I never really gave myself a chance to fully experience barbering I don't have the one guy I went to school with he ended up being a Canadian feller couldn't get his uh, green card to work in the States so he's up in Canada but that was my everyone's got their pal got their buddy so that was my barber shop my barber school friend and I realized now I, I didn't grow up in the barber industry so my mom worked in a salon when I was a kid where they smoked cigarettes and did perms it smelled like cigs and perm juice in there so I didn't my dad wasn't around when I was a kid so I never really understood the whole culture of barbershops. And once I learned the history of barbering and started getting into the barber game, I realized, I mean, it's a special thing. I mean, you're, most people don't like cutting kids. They're a pain in the ass. But I realized like, what a, you cut some of these kids and they've been getting their hair cut at the same spot for 10, 15, 20 years. They, they leave, go to the military, come back and get a cut. It's, it's a pretty special thing. So, and for me, my son has some sensory issues, so he never wanted to get a cut, ever. I mean, it took us years. He'll sit down now, and he'll look in the mirror and go, yeah, I'm handsome, but it was a pain in the butt. I mean, it took forever for us to get him to sit down in the chair, put a cape on, and let you throw those clippers on him and buzz around his ears. So it's uh, it's pretty cool now to look back on it. I mean, it was it was stressful. The last few years of my life have been super stressful, high anxiety. They call them helicopter moms. Well, I was the helicopter dad. I just, I got 
I got two beautiful kids. One who's who's awesome. She tests the limits a little bit, but I have another. I have another one that's just that needs extra direction. I think at every step of the way. So it changes the way that you approach your day, especially if you're, you know, if you're shipping them off to school. That's that's another anxiety. You're just waiting for a phone call or you're waiting for something to happen. But when you're with them at, you know, for the full day or for the weekend or for the times, I mean, you really have to map out what you're doing. And you really have to keep everything rolling. It's funny because people come in and out of our lives, family, friends, and they're just like, damn, dude, no wonder why you're always gone. No wonder why you're never sitting still. And I'm a big, I'm like a stickler for, for doing real life shit. I mean, these kids get sucked into their iPads and their electronics and they're gone. So I try to stay pretty active, but yeah. So back to the barber thing, I'm in an old school shop and, uh, it's, it's it's a trip because when uh, when I got out of school, my wife owned a salon. So she owned a salon with a business partner, and they decided to put a barber chair in there. And so I got out of school, and I had a lot of problems with my emotional well, my mental my mental health. I know mental health a there's a stigma behind that, but I think my my emotional status was not very good. I had been engulfed in a child who's got sensory, you know, he's got, you know, he's got, you know, occupational issues, occupational therapy. So he's got mobility stuff. He's got some sensory stuff. He's got, you know, he has meltdowns. He has all kinds of things. So when you have a child who's got one child who's doesn't have any of that, another one that does, and you're with them countless amount of hours throughout the week, it changes the way that you see life. I mean, it changes the way that you approach everything you do. There's really no downtime. I mean, you're just constantly going, going, going. So I got into some jujitsu. I tried to do a lot of things to, to help me and nothing seemed to work. I tried reading, I tried exercising and nothing, nothing mattered. It was just nonstop. So I, uh, I'm now kind of on the, on, it'll, it'll, it'll always be a little, crazy but I think for us it's the first year kindergarten is over and now my barber career hopefully will take off and so I'm looking to get get into the shop stay there for a while get some get some t- tips and tricks but uh, when I got out of school I wouldn't work with my wife they got a chair and it was weird it was just me by myself as the only barber in the shop and like I said the the barber culture I didn't grow up in that so I, I, I feel that I, that you need that that experience you need to go work you need to go work in a busy barbershop you need to stay super busy you need to hear the the ramble inside the barbershop you need to experience the saturdays you need to experience all that i think it's it's kind of part of of shaping you for where you want to end up so uh it's like i said it's it's pretty special to see all the people that that come in and a lot of the clients that you retain and people don't necessarily some people some people care a lot about their haircuts, but a lot of people, you know, if they get a good good cut and a good conversation, they're satisfied. I mean, they're going to come back and they will stay loyal to you, whether you are fresh out of barber school and you're a decent, you know, decent barber or you're the best barber. I mean, I think a lot of it, it's a, it's a, it's up in the air. And like I said, you can't go a block anywhere without seeing a barbershop. But uh, as far as getting back in the game, it's still hard. I still have anxiety. I still have issues as far as I guess it would be letting go just learning how to let go because 
when you when you have a child who's got issues and you're their caretaker my wife's been my wife does hair she's been doing hair 15 years and she's really good super booked she's super booked super busy and her business is is a well-oiled machine she's on her way so for me i took took charge of the parent role and so a lot of anxiety a lot of things came up with me and it, it was hard to separate that and so now that's kind of where i'm at i'm learning how to separate or being able to look back on all the progress that I, you know, as far as I can't take all the credit, but a lot of the hard work that I put in, now I can look back and see the progress that's been made with, with him and his development. And then that's enabling me to go out and be who I need to be. And I mean, with social media and all the stuff that's going on, there's so much stuff to view and look. And I believe that the more content that you create for yourself, the better off you're going to feel for yourself. I mean, so many people are just watching stories and looked and sucked in and being, being in the barber industry, your, your image is, is really what, is really what draws people to you. So, I mean, it, it's weird that you're coming out of construction where you could just be haggard and dirty and holes in your clothes. And now all of a sudden you're in front of a mirror all day long and you have a shop that's super busy and people looking at you all day. It's a different mindset. So letting go of of anxieties of being a parent and then being able to completely in you know wrap yourself in this this new walk of life and i thought in the beginning you had to be the best and everybody wanted to wanted this perfect haircut and i just would get down on myself and down on myself and i never wanted i was just like i'm over it i don't want to do this i'd rather go back to you know making dust and being a dirt bag than 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 trying something new and I think it's really hard for people to do that as far as trying something new in their thirties or, and that's why I tell a lot of these young youngsters that come in, I, I say, Hey dude, like you got all the time in the world to, to make mistakes. You, you can make mistakes right now. I mean, obviously not going to jail or murdering or robbing, but all your mistakes can be made when you're a kid and you don't realize that. And I'm not saying I'm some like old fucking Gandhi or something, but I realize when you're, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old, I mean, even getting into 2025, 20, like you have time to make mistakes. And it was interesting because I read, I read a, uh, an article on, on uh, Google. I just searched it. Like, what would your, what would your 50 year old self tell your 20 year old self? And it was some guy's blog or something, but it was like, obviously always financial, like financially, it's like put some money aside. And as you know, in your twenties, you can make mistakes as your thirties, you can do this. Like it, but as you get older, your options, they don't necessarily get limited, but you're kind of stuck in your ways. It's, it's hard to be 50 years old and go, I'm going to go, I've been an accountant for 30 years of my life and now I'm going to go do something else. I mean, if your life is built around an empire that you create, it's hard to let that go. And I think with barbering, it's, it's, because I've met some older cats that, that had shops, they hustled the shops, they cut hair here and there. So if you're in it for the business, then yeah, I'm sure it's easy to just separate the business. But when you're barbering, you love it, you love the people and love the community, it's probably, you know, it's probably hard to just say, hey, I'm done making three, 400 bucks a day. It's hard to just say, hey, I'm out and I'm gonna do something else. But for me, I got the nine to five for the, you know, for several years and I had a check every week, every Friday. I was comfortable. I learned all my growing pains I did in my early 20s. And here I am, 30 something years old, going to barber school. 
and everybody thought like who's this old guy in here i mean but then you get out in the barber barber shop there's old ladies there's like all these people you know 50 60 year old ladies do at the barber shop cutting hair so it's definitely there's a long game in barbering and i mean you could look on youtube and all that kind of stuff and there's guys you know 80 year old guy cutting hair 90 year old guy cutting hair but for me i had tunnel vision i didn't see i didn't see what what was available to me and I got discouraged a lot. I think a lot of times I have all these grand, grand ideas and I think about it and I talk about it and I never do it. So we're getting back to that walking through the door thing. And uh, I mean, there's been countless times where I've driven around a parking lot, you know, I don't want to go in here. I don't want to go talk to these people. And it was cruel. It was crazy because I, I played, I played ice hockey as a kid. I played hockey as a kid. So I have a lot of hockey friends and through barbering, I started meeting all these random people, Instagram, this guy, that guy, what's up, you know, shooting the shit, DM, yeah, people who I've never met face-to-face who always, like, supported me or showed love, so that was kind of my first step was getting into some barbershops, checking out some people, so I went and met some cats that I've never, I'd never met before, I'd never even, I had never seen them in person, and so I'd go to their shop, say what's up, hey, do you appreciate, you know, finally meet you, and so, that kind of took me on my way to, to getting where I'm at now. And the suitcase thing, like, I don't want to keep bouncing around shop to shop. So uh, back to where I was at as far as getting out of barber school, working with my wife, working at her shop, her business arrangement with her partner fell through. So that went down. And I think a lot of it had to do with the anxiety of our of our personal life. And I think a lot of the, the just the, the strain on a family, not only having children, but having a son that has a disability adds another element to your life. And when you, when you have two people, two adults trying to do their best and make, make a living and get stuff done and you have this block, you know, you have this I don't want to call it an anchor but or a baggage or anything like that but if you have this thing that's constantly stopping you it's very difficult because it puts it puts your your money in a pinch it puts your relationship in a pinch i mean not only you have kids now so you know it, knocking boots is kind of you get it when you get it but you're now trying to juggle this this marriage and this romance and this love with your wife and then you're trying to deal with a son who's who's got his own set of problems and then you have this daughter who's got all her she's awesome she's beautiful she's great so you're juggling how do you how do you parent to this one kid typical a typical child then you have to parent to another child who has another set of needs and then you're trying to be a man and get your swag and, and have that confidence and then you're supposed to be washing little kids underwear and doing all these things and it, it's it's weird. So I, like I said, I, I, I got, I tried to get into jujitsu. I just wasn't in the right mindset for it. I, uh, I started reading a little bit that didn't really solve anything. I read extreme ownership, which actually did help quite a bit as far as me checking my ego and looking at my family as a team. And it, I went back to my days of, you know, being an athlete and it was, it, it's a team. And no matter we like each other or not, when we come in here and, and get dressed to go out on the rink, it's time to 
to win and, and get the W. So I'm 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 actually pretty happy. I'm surprised that I've actually been rambling on this long. And the barber the barber thing for me will be there'll be updates and I'll keep going for it. But I'm three weeks into a shop. So uh worked at the shop with my wife that fell through she ended up getting another spot by herself she was fine she's doing great she her business is good everything's back on track i decided to go back into construction because i thought hey steady money i need to i probably need a little break i've been too far in this parenting thing and i need to just go blow some steam off and and, and get dirty well you can't have a a kid who needs a parent within 10, five to 10 minutes and go work across town. You just can't, it's not part of, of what's been established. And so that's where you, you're too, if you're too much involved in the kid's life, it's hard for them to see you go. It's hard for them to have you removed from their life. So went back into construction that didn't last very long. Ended up getting a job at a shop with a cool dude. And then I was uh, proposed with a, with a job that seemed to be, I mean, the job of jobs. You get go work with an experienced barber, learn all the tips and tricks. $30 a haircut downtown. It was great. There we go again. You're 45 minutes, an hour away. You're too far away. So... Went down there, wasn't really working out for what we were doing, and we had some an unfortunate event take place. My son was no longer allowed to go to after school care, so he no longer was able to have someone to go into the after school care program. He was removed from the program. So this kid has a one on one aid all day and goes into the after school care, and it's like some high school kids or some middle school kids in there that have no formal training in autism or special education or anything. So my kid just ran ragged and so he was removed. So right around the time when I was working downtown at the barbershop, I had to stop. Hey dude, I'm done. I gotta go take care of my family again. So it probably was like four months, probably a good four months. And uh, we moved, we, uh, we got into a spot and the guy I had gotten a job for before I went downtown, cool cat. He owns a barber supply right here in, uh, in town, hooked it up. He said, hey, yeah, this old school dude's got a job if you want it. So went down there, met him. It's a huge family. Uh, the husband and wife, the mom and dad, they work there. Uh, their two sons and their daughter all work there. Went in. It's just your bait. You know, it's a dope shop. But it's a basic run of the mill, decent haircuts, mad haircuts. And it's kind of, I, I hate classifying it because you have this like mix of barbering where it's, you have this fringy, I call them like hybrid barbers where it's like stylist and barbering. So it's the clean fades with the, with the hair, fringy hair on top. It's like men's spire, kind of like the UK style. Uh, they do like that great British, British barber bash. They have all that shit. So it's like real tight fades with fringy hair on top and and they use that uh, that powder and they do the crop top type of shit. Then you have like your old school traditional barber shops where it's like the slick fucking back, pomade, greaser, pomps, you know, hard parts, skin fades. 
And then the other one, I kind of call it like urban, you know, it's like they get the tapers blowouts and it's however you want to call it. I don't, I, I'm not going to say ghetto, but it's like, it's an urban, it's called call it urban, you know, clean. They do the clean lineups, the clean fades, the clean tapers. They do all their little designs and it's, I have respect for all of them. You know what I'm saying? And then you get your old school, like older, older cats, 50, 60 year old, you know, barbers that have been doing this shit forever. They do like the old school, traditional gentleman's cuts. So I got into it on the YouTube, watching this, watching that. And I realized the more that you just do it, the better off you're going to be because you'll find your own style. And I think for me, I wasn't good and I wasn't putting out this Instagram style or Instagram esque Instagram-esque like barber haircuts. I mean, you see all this shit on there and it's like, fuck, why don't my haircuts look like that? Why aren't I doing this? Why aren't I doing that? So it discouraged me quite a bit. I felt that I sucked, but in reality, I've never really given myself an opportunity to stay somewhere and be somewhere and learn and get down. So now this new shop I'm at, super slammed, super busy every day. I mean, you're getting 10, 12 haircuts, Saturdays, 15, 20 haircuts. I mean, there's people out the door, hour long wait. And not coming from the barber background and not growing up in a barber shop, I never really knew what to expect. And so now I've kind of, you know, full circle. I've, I've worked at a shop by myself and I've had no reflect. Like I've had no, I, I shit talking. Yeah, bro. What's up with that haircut? What's up with that? Like, it's part of it. That's what helps you grow is having that, you know, that, that smack talk. I mean, that's what's up. And so I went to another shop where not, they didn't really speak a whole lot of English. Like, so the, the guys were just kind of whatever, busy, do your thing no camaraderie and so i kept thinking like all right barbering is like you got to get your buddies it's going to be all cool we're going to have barbecues we're going to chill like this is what it's all about like a family but i think until you find that or meet that i realize like there's so many barbershops it's going to make you you're going to have to seek that out so either you're going to get good enough to where you're on your own and you enjoy being by yourself or you're going to get good enough to where other people will follow you and come to your shop and work for you or work with you you know, because there's good money in barbering. Um, they actually out here, it was the Arizona Barber Association. Uh, Arizona was trying to pass a bill 1288 to get, um, to make it to where like stylists could use the straight razor or they could do some class or do something to get straight razor. So the Arizona Barber Association, I went to, went to a meeting over across town, uh, Parker Fit Barber at a Sun Gold Barber's. And a tattoo shop, super cool shop. You're ever in, uh, I want to say it's Scottsdale or on the east side of Phoenix, Sun Gold Tattoo and Barber. You ever get a chance to stop by there? Place is fucking top notch. It's legit. But I went over there. Um, they had like a little cutting class. Met some dudes in the in the in that association, and I believe they have they have some classes here and there, or they have some meetings here and there to kind of unite barbers and. There's not a whole lot of, I mean, coming out of a corporate world and getting into your own entrepreneurial job as far as being a barber, there's not a whole lot of, of falling back. There's no, there's nothing set up. There's no insurance. There's no 401k. There's no nothing. So hopefully at some point there could be someone that could put together a package, not even really unionize it, but at least make something that's beneficial for barbers, like beneficial to say, Hey, like here's a one-stop shop where you give us this, this allotted amount per month and this shit all gets branched out. So that's really the only thing that kind of drives me 
drives me crazy, I guess, drives me in between going back into the corporate world and being in a barbershop is that financial stability. But reality is you get busy enough, you make enough money, you can start, you know, you start making, making moves. But, but yeah, so right now, this is pretty much the intro to me and where I'm at in my life. Uh, we've done a lot of cool shit, I believe. And we've made a lot of progress in, in our lives. And I've grown a lot as a, as a man. And I've been married for 12 years. My wife and I have been through a lot of stuff together. We've haven't traveled the world, but we've traveled a lot of the United States. We've seen a lot of stuff. We've taken our children to do a lot of stuff. We live a really good life. And I guess the, the moral to the story is that life's what you make it. And I think that the more that you do, the, the more you separate yourself from the, you know, the grind and go experience things, the better off your life's going to be. And I believe this podcast is going to be something to where I can start talking to people and the barber industry is super cool. There's, I mean, obviously there's assholes and everything, but I mean, there's people who are willing to talk to me and I, I'm going to just stick to what I know. And I, I'm just going to stick to things that I enjoy. Like I love hockey. I will always be a hockey fan. Uh, I enjoy baseball. And right now it's like, I'm just, I'm learning. So this will be something that I can grow with and hopefully I can get some other barbers on here. I got some guys that are willing to spare, you know, 20, 30 minutes of their time to shoot the shit, but I'm fascinated. I mean, it's kind of a, there's kind of a monopoly. There's not a whole lot of clippers. There's not a whole lot of, of, of things out there. It's growing. I mean, there's a lot of male grooming products, but for the most part, everyone's using the same shit doing the same stuff some are just better than others and it's it's cool because i'm getting out of that i'm getting out of that ego out of myself i'm getting out of talking myself out of shit as far as just shut up and go just shut up pull your pants up and go and so hopefully hopefully this uh this will assist me and hopefully this can be something for other other people out there but you can do it. I mean, even if you have, if you have shit going on in your life and you have stuff going on in your life that you can't, you just feel like you can't get out or you can't change, you can. It's just small. And I think if you do small, small adjustments, it, it will make all the world in the difference. And so for me, hopefully I can get back on it, get back in shape. Obviously image is huge. And I think it's it's part of your mental well-being as well. As long as you get a sweat in every day, you're good. You take care of yourself, you're good. Your kids wake up at 6 in the morning and they go to bed at 6 o'clock at night. All those hours outside of that, you know, when you're with your children, you take care of your children. You read, you write, you play video games. Whatever it is, you go outside, you take care of them. When they go to bed or they're asleep, that's your time. Right now, everyone's asleep in my pad. Everyone's asleep in my house. And here I am talking shit to a microphone. Nobody's here. I feel like a crazy person, honestly. But I believe that talking is my therapy. I've tried so many other things and I've done so many other, other things. I believe that I can talk without being drunk. I could talk without being on drugs. I can talk without all that. Now it's just a matter of connecting all the dots. And interviewing people and being able to shoot the shit for, you know, an hour at a time. You got Rogan and all these people. And that's another thing 
is stop comparing yourself to everybody else. If this is something that you want to do, do it. It's not about, oh, is it going to be as fucking, is it going to be quality like this guy or quality like that guy? So for me, it's going to be all experimenting from this point forward. I'm going to try out YouTube. I'm going to try out everything. But yeah, Shap the Barber. I'm a barber right now. I'm a part-time dad. I, I'm a husband. And I try to be... I try to be the best that I can be. And I, I think it's your brain is the most powerful thing in your body. And if you want something to do, just do it and don't look back and don't compare yourself to other people. Don't. I got a buddy that sells Oakley shit. Then he's kind of always throwing me stuff and it's that IDGAF, which is I don't give a fuck. And honestly, it's easy to say that. It's a lot harder to live that way. Because now you're able to see who looks at your shit or see how many views you get or see this or see that. But just put it out there. I mean, you, you start browsing, you get in those wormholes, YouTube and all that stuff. And there's just so much content out there. It's just a matter of doing it. So for me, this is my first 30 minutes on Anchor and I'm doing it. So I'll be back. I'm going to try and start dropping these at least. At least once a week or maybe a few weeks, but I'm going to get down, get the notepad rolling and, and hopefully touch base. So I'll be getting into everything, uh, being a parent with a disabled, you know, autistic son, cutting aut autistic children's hair. Uh, I'll be getting into how to balance between being a husband and being a parent and vice versa. I'll probably get my wife on here and she'll drop some knowledge on what it's like being really busy and doing the same thing i'll probably get into some sports so it's going to be random all over the place i got a few people that are willing to sh talk like i said so if you like it i don't know i get i don't know if you can comment see it listen to it but we're done